T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jacob Aldrogd, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Welcome in, everybody. A Tuesday edition of Sports Daily. Glad to have you on board with us. Jacob Albrock, Paul Savage, taking you from 9 to 11 today. Uh, should be a ton of fun. Jad Chambers producing for us. We're excited about it. It's coming off of a KU game night, a big Monday, going into a K State game night. These critical contests in the Big 12 continue every week. What's on tap today for us? We, of course, will talk college hoops. Uh, we're going to get our first deep dive into the NFL quarterback offseason, uh, particularly the free agents today. Uh, we sort of tapped into this, and now we're hearing more. Major League Baseball has a has an economics issue, and there are you know, con- some conversations happening uh, and some concerns developing in Major League Baseball that we'll try to make our way through as well. We'll have a giveaway in each hour. Uh, we'll get some people opportunities to try the new brew house coffee and hot drinks over at hto that'll happen this hour and next hour so stay tuned for that paul good morning how are you did you stay up late with ku last i did i watched the whole darn thing and i'll tell you but first of all i gotta say this if you don't mind because you saved my butt big boy you saved my butt because i came off smelling like a rose with the gift certificates that i gave for valentine's day from hto i want you to know i'm quite a casanova i'm just you know i'm jad's quit snickering Jad Snicker, and I'm not sure I appreciate that. But I just want to tell you thank you for HTO because, man, you made me look really good on Valentine's. Yeah, it's a, it's a sweet gift uh, to give. Now yeah. open east and west. We'll do some coffee. That opens up Friday at the Beautiful. East location. We'll, we'll give out some opportunities for folks to get in there and try that. Uh, all right, Paul, last night yep. uh, you need, need a little coffee this morning because KU played the late leg of the big Monday, and they get a big win over TCU. They get, uh, you know, they get revenge from the embarrassing loss in Lawrence earlier in the year. It it was, you know, I I had KU winning the game. I had him on the money line, and when I say I had him, I mean I put my money where my mouth is. But I also had the over, and it definitely did not get over. I expected sort of a high flying affair, but both teams, you know, 
really grinded this thing out defensively. And, you know, back-to-back weeks for Kansas, we know they're capable, but they're just sort of showing us, Paul, that they're capable of winning this kind of game. They're capable of winning track meets, and they're beginning to show us the things we want to see if we want to think that they're going to defend that national championship. Right. Well, you just can't assume. You know, you got eight teams from the Big 12 that's going to end up going to the big dance. And, you know, when you think about eight teams, eight out of ten teams going, you got to think defense, don't you? You don't think offense. I mean, I think how are eight teams from one conference going to get to the big dance? And I think to myself, they're going to grind it out on the de- defensive side of the basketball. That's how they're going to do it. And and last night was a great example. And I had this thought last night. Somebody, one of the announcers said something and made me think. I mean, and I hate it when I have to think. But I thought to myself, you know something? This may be one of the greatest coaching jobs Bill Self has ever done. Because there's some things in the, on this basketball team that are not there that on many, many, many cases of really good Bill Self uh, KU basketball teams are there. For instance, the presence in the paint, you know, that big, that one guy that, you know, is the backdrop against, uh, you know, penetration and, and rebounding and and that one big body that kind of, you know, takes up space in the middle. And, he, and that's not on this team. There, There's nobody that really fulfills that particular role on this team. Uh, and and he's also done a great job of bringing together what he has. The guys like Dig, guys like Wilson, these guys, these guys all are fitting roles. They all have a place to play. They all have a mission, a purpose for being on the court. And I'll tell you what, I might be I might be overthinking this, but I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, what ha, what team has Bill Self done better at coaching? And I can't really think of one, partly because all those other teams, there's been many teams that I think, quite frankly, may have more talent from top to bottom than this team. Now, I'm not saying that this team doesn't have talent. That's not what I'm saying. But this has been a great job of coaching by Coach Self. I think it's, it might be one of his best ever at the University of Kansas. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I mean, it's right there. They're, they're doing what they do, right? They're, look, if they're going to win it, it's going to be because they play great defense. We know that. We've seen that. But – it's real handy to have that great offense in your back pocket, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that's kind that's of the right. thing. It, you, you have to play great defense, and you're even more lethal when you also have that great offense. And Kansas has both. You know, the, it, it's so interesting if you go all the way back and, you know, you look at everything from the beginning of the season and the concern was the bigs and you know, are they going to be able to play through that and – I think that they are. I think that they've figured that out now. I'm far less concerned about them matching up with some team that's really big and because they found a way to defend that, Paul. And, and, you know, teams with a lot of size like that, they're going to have to keep up with Kansas's explosiveness on the other end, too. So it goes both ways. And I think Kansas is just in, in typical Bill Self, to your point, fashion, they are rounding into form right at the exact time they need to be rounding into form. They are they have reached this gear now where to me, and I don't want to say clearly, but to me they look like the best team in the best conference in the country. You know, I, I think that at this point, you know, you TCU is relatively speaking healthy last night at their place and you were able to go down there and get a win. You were able to withstand one of your worst halves of basketball all year 
and then turn it around and play one of your best halves of basketball all year in the Baylor game. So they're doing all of these things and they're hitting their stride at the right time. And they have such versatility offensively that I think as long as they play great defense, they'll be fine because it could be a Jalen Wilson game. You know, it could be a Grady Dick game. It could be a a combination game. I, I mean, it usually is one of those two guys leading the way. Um, but you've got you've got all these options offensively where if you just get the consistency defensively, you'll be in good shape. Jeff on the line wants to talk a little Jayhawk hoops. Jeff, what's on your mind? Well, I feel like if you're going to crown uh, Coach Bill Self as the national coach of the year, you might want to turn around and look back at the beginning of the year when he was suspended. And I think I don't know that you can give a coach that was suspended for cheating a national coach of the year honor. Just throwing. He's that not going to get. He's I, not going to get that award. That that's a that's a that's good what point. They were talking Jeff. about last night on the broadcast, though. They were saying yeah, how he's, he could be the national well, coach of the year. Well, I, I think that I think that when they talk about that, and when when others talk about it, and Paul just talked about it, it's just because of the, you know, when when you consider what they lost, when you consider what this team was at the beginning of the year and what it is now, you, you're just not going to convince, I think, a lot of people that any coach has done a better job with their team. I don't know that those guys are in the literal sense saying he's going to win National Coach of the Year because that's not going to happen. It'll be somebody that overachieved ex- expectations. Kansas is defending national champion, so their expectations are already high. I mean, those awards typically go that way. But I do think, Jeff, I, I, I mean— Give me a coach that has, you know, that has gotten more out of a team, you know, over the course of a season than what they have. I, I just, it's, I mean, Jerome Tang's obviously in that conversation, right? But but the difference between Kansas in October and Kansas now, it's as improved as any team in the country. Possibly. But you still can't be patting his back too hard when, when he's cheating to get there. That's my only argument <laughs> well, on that. So. Well, I, yeah, I, I hear you, Jeff. Yeah. The thing he was suspended for happened a long time ago. And, uh, well, well, you know. Times are different, I though, Jeff. The big NCAA talk of yeah. the most powerful, least powerful organization there ever was. Well, and, yeah, it wouldn't matter now, right? The things that the things that Kansas got in trouble for are very much within the realm of, you know, yeah. you can do that now. Yeah. So um, it's whether the rules were broken, whatever happened. You know, the the rules have changed now. I, I just that kind of stuff has never bothered me, but it bothers a lot of people, and that's totally okay. And I and I that's that's well, fine. And that's why a lot of these that's why a lot of these big schools are taking a step back. All of a sudden, the rules are equal, and these other teams can do what they were doing. And now, look, yeah. these teams aren't finding out. They can go out and pound them every day and be the best team in the conference every year. Right. Well, let, let, let's except Kentucky, except Kansas because yeah. Kansas is right there. Yeah. Right. They yeah. won the national championship last year. They're you know, in the conversation for right. the top team this year. Right. I mean, they've thrived in both before and after. And it's they do it a little different than some of those teams I think you're talking about. Right. They he, look, they've got Dewan Harris and Jalen Wilson and KJ Adams. They've got experience on this team. Right. And then they add in the young guys. Paul? Yeah, I was just gonna say because Jeff, I could make the case that Coach uh, Sampson at the University of Houston has a really good shot at being coach of the year. He's not exactly as pure as the wind-driven snow, if you get my drift. So I'm just, all I'm saying is, is that when you look at the job they do, to me, a coach of the year is for that. Coaching, how'd you do? How'd you do on the floor? How did you do on the court? How'd you do with, with regards to this team? Did, you, did everybody stay fair? You know, 
out of trouble and all the good things that go along with being a student athlete at a school like the University of Kansas? How are you doing on that stuff? How are you winning? How are you making a run? What are you getting out of your kids? How much are you getting out of your kids? There's a lot of things that can go into that. And, and if you wanted to nitpick about Division One basketball and the guys who are at the top of that list, whether they're whether you look at Purdue or whether you look at Alabama or whether you look at any of the you know UCLA or any of the front runners that might win a national championship right now, you look at any of those those staffs, and there may be some some problems in the past. I mean, I don't know how you can be a coach at this level. Uh, with all the money that's been floating around over the last 20 years and think to yourself, well, this guy just never did anything bad. There's guys that did things bad, Jeff, that got caught. That's part of the problem. But a lot of people still did things that they didn't get caught at. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that right now with the way life is now with NIL, there is nothing sacred in the world of getting a basketball player to come to your school. There's nothing that you can't do. Uh, well, within reason, I guess. But, I mean, it's, it's a different world in which we live, Jeff. You, we can't be judged anymore by your criteria quite as much. We can, but we, we it just doesn't hold water like it used to. So it wasn't me to suspend them. <laughs> well, I, so I, okay, you, I guess, whatever. Uh, so. I know. I, I, but I, I got you. I'm and just I, saying. I got you. I mean, the, these co- – so time and time again, you see these coaches that are so out of touch with reality and out of touch with fallen rules. It's unbelievable the the things that happen in Division One sports. Sometimes, not all the time, but there's just there's no consistency in regulation how they enforce rules and don't enforce rules and make decisions on who gets punished and who doesn't. Right. Well, you haven't seen anything yet because it's it's get, always been that way. I, I, I but think it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Well, it'll. It may be in the short term, but then it'll get better, don't okay. you think? Because once they, once we get through this initial surge of transfer portal and NIL, we're eventually going to land in a place where it becomes easier to enforce rules because everybody's playing by the same rules. I think to Jeff's point, not everybody's been playing by the same rules for a long time. And not to go off on this tangent, but NIL in its design, has always leveled the playing field. I've said that from the beginning. It's every, Everyone thinks that, you know, everybody's going to go play for X school because X school can spend more in NIL. I think that's where you you lean a lot, Paul. But the reality is there's only so many guys that can play. That's why they transfer. Yeah, they may go to those schools for a year, and then they leave because they're not playing. Eventually... We're going to get to the place where I think the talent distribution is more even. And I think it's already started. We've seen K-State football have one of the best classes it's ever had. We've seen the same thing for K-State hoops. K-State has been a pioneer in this world, and they're thriving in it. That's not a big, massive institution that typically gets looped into those same— but they're finding a way to thrive in it, and we're going to continue to see that. Now, it may— you know, it just may spread out further among the SEC and not all go to Alabama or Georgia. And those teams are still going to be just fine, by the way. But they're going to lose a lot of players from transfer because not everybody can play. And if that's where all the talented players initially go, then they're going to go somewhere else. That's why the portal is important, I think, right now. As much as it drives us crazy that there's not any regulation on the portal, once we get to a place that there is, it's going to be better Again, that may be five years from now. I mean, in the in the current, it's just it's a little chaotic, obviously. But eventually, it's going to make it better, and and it's going to make it a lot better because these new TV deals are giving 
access to a lot of funds and opportunities for these schools to to bring in the best talent. And I think there's a lot to be said for exactly what the way you put it. And and there's going to be changes. We all understand there's going to be changes. We all understand that uh, uh, what's going on now is going to change. I just hope it's for the better. I really do. I just hope it's for the better. And uh, we're, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I was still still impressed with Grady with uh, with uh, uh, Grady Dick last night. His first half, what a great first half! By the way, I caught a comment from one of the announcers who had who who made a mention there were over thirty plus NBA scouts in 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 the uh, arena that night. You know, and what are they looking at? One of them made the uh, the uh, comment that he thought a lot were there looking at Grady Dick. Could he be a one and done? I mean, do you, could it possibly? Well, yes. Did, did, For sure did, he could be. Yeah, well, he's really talented. Well, um, I, I guess. I mean, I never looked at him physically as ready for the NBA. I thought maybe another year of getting, Oh, he's ready. I think. Don't you big. think he's ready now? Well, I get, yeah. I, well, he's more ready now than he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, look, I— uh, but I mean, yeah, I think Paul, I think we all just really want him to be a college basketball player for a little longer. Uh, I do. Yeah, I, I, I'd love I, to watch I, it. But but I also absolutely think he's capable of going to the NBA right now. Yeah. So his his case will be interesting. I mean, he has he has literally everything the NBA wants. He's a tall, rangy, insanely talented athlete that can shoot and get his shot. That's right. Anytime. And I mean, he can, he's exactly what the NBA wants. That's what they're guys that his size that can shoot. That's that's like a premium. That's like a that's like a Kevin Durant type deal. That's that's what that's what everybody's looking for. That kind of got that kind of body, that kind of ability to shoot the basketball, you know. And 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 he fills that bill. I I know though that he will get bigger and stronger and faster and all the other things that go along with with another year. But is he ready to go? Yeah. Uh, I certainly wouldn't have said he was ready to go, say, in, in December, but now he probably is. But he can stay at KU because he's going to make some money next year at the University of Kansas. I don't know how much he's going to make, and I don't know what he's making right now, but I'll guarantee you this. When I see his commercial on the Super Bowl, during the Super Bowl game, a commercial with yeah. Brady Dick, I'm thinking to myself, that boy's raking in some bucks. That boy's making some good money right there because when you get uh, when you start buying commercials with his image, on uh, on Super Bowl uh, Sunday during the game, while the game's going on, those are a little pricey. Even locally speaking, those are some pricey commercials. And here he is; he pops up on that, and I think to myself, "Man, this guy's this guy's a big deal. Could be a big deal. Will be a big deal. Is a big deal." But anyway, that's I just I just had that thought with Grady Dick. It was interesting last night. The comment with thirty some NBA scouts. And, 35, and, yeah. Was it 35? Okay. I think that's what they said. All right. But anyway, that was an interesting comment, particularly it, with the fact that uh, there's a lot of talent on that floor. But Grady Dick kind of fills that bill as the, you're looking for that big, tall 6'10 kid who can who can shoot the three. And that and he took 10 of them last and, night. He was 3 of 10 from 3. Yeah. 30% is not bad. It's not great. Um, but they clearly want him to to take his shot. And I agree with it, by the way. Uh, because the the reality is, if he gets hot and he can he can take a game over and and just suffocate the other team. Boy, that's for but sure. They, but they you know they're going to continue to have him do that, and that's good. And you know, in a game that they they as a team, his threes, his three makes were the only that they had. They were able to get that win. They did not shoot well last night, and credit to TCU for a lot of that. But they still won, right? And that's because they're playing great defense. And it's a perfect example of if your defense is there. 
You can win any game that you play, mm -hmm. even games where you shoot under 40% and only 18% from three, right? You right. can win any game right. when you play defense at that level. Right. Uh, they had more turnovers than TCU. I mean, a lot of the things that you, you would really give you trouble, especially on the road, you can survive if you then play great defense on the other side. And they did that. And that's why Kansas is developing into. I, I'll say this, Paul, regardless of what happens in the Big 12 race, because it's far from over, Kansas is going to be the betting favorite to win the national championship when the tournament starts. I, I'm, I, I mean, lock that in. I would be very surprised if they're not the betting favorite by the time tournament time comes around. We'll see. A lot can happen right. between now and then. Right. But they look they look like they're right. just getting better and hitting their stride right. all at the right time. All right, K-State got an opportunity to match them tonight in a big one. We'll begin to look ahead to the Cats showdown with Baylor. That's coming up next on Sports Daily. Welcome, 869-1240, Sports Daily on 97.5 and 1240, KFH. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any NHL game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Turn game time into showtime. The king of sportsbooks, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager physically present in Kansas to bet. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, love NHL bets when I just go to BetQL, Paul, because I don't know a lot about the NHL these days. But BetQL takes care of me. That's another one of our partners. Uh, that's an app that we are... Uh, can offer out to people through Odyssey that that you just you can subscribe to it. I do and get NHL advice and and they do a pretty good job. Well, I, I I use Jad Chambers as my advice for for uh, yeah. for hockey. Jad, he, Jad he knows, hockey Jad. Yep, he knows more about hockey than I'll ever dream of knowing. Well, now that we've got Tommy on board, though, we've got plenty of hockey experience. Well, so. I, I, yeah, Tommy. Now Tommy's that I think not allowed. It. Tommy's not allowed. I don't think to talk betting with hockey. I think he's restricted from that. Right. But, oh, there you uh, go. I yep. Yeah. Didn't know that. But I'm that not. Makes sense. But you're not. But I'm you. not. And you're yeah. not shy about so, <laughs> betting either. I've got a good. I got a great hockey betting story. Uh, it's a true story because, of course, it's a true story. I'd never. Well, let's hear it. So the other day, this, there was a promo for, uh, I think it was a parlay with the NHL through BetMGM. And, I, and I'm and i a sucker for the promos. I'm like, okay, we're going to find a four-leg NHL parlay here. So I jump on BetQL, and I find my, you know, I find their four- and five-star bets, and they had enough of them. So I was like, all right, I'm going to put this together. And so, you know, I make those, and I, I'm like, I don't, I just kind of check back in with it. It's really just like a, a betting on, on BetQL at that point. And so I hit the first leg, and then I check back later, and they're both – they must have uh, nullified because they, you know, it was like a tie, right, a push. And then the last leg was an avalanche win. Or no, I had them at plus one and a half. 
So I had the Avalanche plus one and a half. And that night, they play the late game, of course, because they're out west. And I'm sitting there, like, sweating this game because they're in <laughs> overtime. And I'm like, wait, I have them plus one and a half. I'm fine. I'm going to hit this thing. They're in overtime. I'm plus one and a half. It's good. Well, it goes, and I think they, you know, they they tied the game or whatever. And I was like, well, plus one and a half is good. I go back the next day, and I'm like, why isn't that bet paid? Like, what what's going on here? I didn't realize it. This tells you how much I know about hockey. I didn't know who they were playing. I was just looking at BetQL. I had apparently made the fourth leg of that their, they, the next day's game for Colorado, and I never realized it. So I'm sitting there sweating out a game that was totally irrelevant, and then the next night I had to still win it, and they won it. They still got it. I don't I talk about blind luck. I bet the wrong day. Because I, I didn't even know who I didn't know who the Avalanche were playing that night. I was just like, oh yeah, they like the Avs tonight. I'll take that one as a part of that. Uh, but it hit, so we did good. Thanks, thanks, BetQL. Yeah, but it's still an embarrassing it. story. I mean, come on now. Yeah, I know. That, but I that's know. okay. It's hockey, and you didn't understand. I don't get it either. But uh, but that's still a good story. Well, anyway, yeah. Well, we got it. We survived it uh, tonight. Speaking of BetMGM and and betting, Kansas State is a home underdog according to BetMGM by a point and a half. You can get them at even money on the money line. So Baylor, and, and I, I'm not surprised by this. I figured Baylor would be favored, and I figured it would be really, really close. And this may move a little bit throughout the day, uh, but it's essentially a pick'em game over under at 147 and a half. Um, I, you know, I don't have a great feel on either side of that. It's really can K State win a home game, and you know, is Baylor going to drop two as well as they've been playing? Are they going to drop two in a row? I mean, I think at this point you're just kind of looking at who who you think will win the game. It will have very large implications in the Big 12, Paul, as both of these teams trying to stay alive in the Big 12 standings. Kansas winning last night hurts both of their chances um, at that. But you've got Baylor right now slightly ahead of K-State in those standings. They're one game up. Baylor with a win uh, can stay uh, a game behind Kansas. A loss would put them two games behind Kansas and would move Kansas State, who's currently two and a half games, up to two games behind Kansas. So clearly, there's a lot right there for both of these teams, a lot on the line. Paul, what do we think? What are your first thoughts on this game? Well, it's it's amazing. First of all, let me just say this. We were talking about uh, a coach of the year just a little while ago, Jerome, Jerome Tang. Uh, my oh, yeah. goodness. Can, can you make a case for him as coach of the year? Because I think no I, could make about a, it. I could make a case. Uh, he won't get it but I could still make a case for what he's done at Kansas State in his first year. Uh, and I look at this and I look at this particular this game you've got a 3 seed basically based upon the uh, the uh, seedings which is don't mean a thing. They have absolutely no uh, input as to where we are. It's just somebody's guess, but uh, somebody has said K-State looks like a number 3 seed, Baylor looks like a, a 2 seed. Uh, this is a close matchup. It's at Bramblage. Uh K-State won the first meeting between these two. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think that this is going to be one of those games. Now, part of it depends upon Baylor as to which Baylor team shows up. Does the Baylor team that played the first half of the KU game just a week or so ago, does that is that the team that shows up? Or is it the team that came back on the court after halftime and played the second half? Because I don't think they were the same team with the same kids, with the same coaches. It didn't look like it to me. So, I guess that's where we're at. And not being totally sure on that, I kind of like K State in this game. I kind of like them because this is a home yeah. game. They they're playing for a lot right now. They're playing, they both are. I, well, they I, both are. Know, yeah. 
it's really hard to win road games in this league. It is. Um, Kansas did it last night. I, I don't. I, I'm probably with you, Paul. It, it, and just it's it probably is just a home team thing for me because I this is a game I don't have a good feel for. It could go a billion different ways. You know, I could see. I don't. I, don't, I guess I don't really see like a K State blowout, but I could see K State. K-State's the, the interesting piece here, Paul, because, you know, they didn't play a full great game against Iowa State, but it was enough. But they're going to have to play better than they played against Iowa State to beat Baylor, right? Like, I don't think there's much doubt about that. So, do they have that, or does Kansas State continue to sort of slog through this portion of the schedule? Now, I'm not trying to take anything away from the win at, at Iowa State because they had to have it, and it was really nice to see them gut one out when they're not playing at their peak and maybe that's the thing that gets them closer to playing at their peak that's absolutely possible and I hope that's what happens tonight but I think them still struggling a little bit is very much on the table and Baylor's one of the hottest teams in the league right now so that that creates problems for K-State too so we'll see I I don't have like a great prediction on this one because I don't have a, a gut feel one way or the other I'll probably lean K-State there at home. Um, I would I would prefer to watch the game that way. And and so that's probably where I'll lean. I do think that 147.5, the over-under, probably feels a little high to me. Um, I think I'd probably look for more of a defensive slugfest, I think. So I'd probably go under that if I was going one way or the other, Paul. But then you look at the individual players for K-State. We talked a lot yesterday. Is is Noel the key? Is Keontae Johnson the key? I think Tommy leans a little more to Noel. I lean a little bit more to Keontae Johnson. I lean to Keontae Johnson because I think Noel's going to be impactful no matter what, right? I think he'll have an impact on the game. But as a scorer, you know, his his it, one of those two guys always has to be the lead guy. They need to get back to those guys both being the lead guy. I think they both took 15 shots or something or something to that effect. Or or maybe they combined for 25 shots, whatever it was in the Iowa State game. I don't see any any other path for them, Paul, offensively. It's going to be those two guys every night, and they need them both playing well at the same time. Right. Let me even take it a step further. I think both those guys need to get 20, 20 20-plus in this particular game. I said both of them. I think that's where you'll probably be with Baylor, particularly if it's the good Baylor that shows up to play this game tonight in Brambridge, both those guys. And, and, and it's it's interesting that you bring up Noel and Johnson in the same breath because you're right. It's like both of them are so important to this basketball team. But here again, you are again correct with regards to the way you look at the over-under in this particular game. This is a great defensive conference. Everybody in this conference seems to have the ability to D up and play good defense. That's just the way this league is this one particular year. That means that hardly ever will the over be a good bet. I mean, there's. I guess it, I guess if you went back and looked, you could see just what is the percentage of over-under uh, wins and losses with regards to where, you know, Vegas pegs the uh, over-under. But, man, I'll tell you what. If you're not sure on over-under bets inside the Big 12, always go under. I think that might be a decent rule of thumb just based upon the quality of defense from the top to the bottom in this league. Yeah, it's we see shootouts too, though. I mean, 
well, saw you TCU see him, in Oklahoma. Yeah. We we saw TCU in Oklahoma State. It was a hundred to seventy five, and those are two defensive minded tough teams. Well, so it, it can happen. It happens. Sure, it, it happens. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think the reason it gets a little tricky is I still don't know what K State prefers. Right? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I I don't know the style. Like if you said, oh, K State wants to impose its will and play its style of basketball. And this is not a bad thing. I'm not saying anything negative here. I'm just saying I still don't know what their style of basketball is. Well, like, what would they prefer to do? How would they prefer to play the game? I'm not sure, Paul. I really don't know. Well, that's interesting because, you know, we just had a segment before this segment with regards to KU, and I think you and I both understand what, what the mission is. The players seem to understand what the mission is. The coaching staff has done a great job of of implementing how they want to play, and we have a fundamental understanding of the University of Kansas and when you put it that way with Kansas State, I kind of get you on that. No, no, I, I, I kind of understand exactly what you mean when you say that. So that's, I just chuckle because, yeah, that makes total sense. What Kansas State team is going to show up and what kind of presence on the court are they going to make, uh, you, you know, make the statement they're going to make with their presence? So I get you. No, I, you're exactly right. And that's the interesting thing about this particular game because I think we have a feel for, for Baylor, how they play, what they do. Part, and part of that is Scott Drew. Part of that is the guy's been there forever. You and I both understand what he wants, the kind of players he wants, how he wants his players to perform both offensively and defensively, particularly defensively. We get Scott Drew. We get Baylor. But it's still sort of a work in progress for Jerome Tang to put an identifier on this team, isn't it? I think you're exactly on target. Yeah, it it it, it is. It's, we know. Yeah, you're, you're right. We do know. I I don't know. I think offensively, K State would like to play with some pace and and let those two guys get it going. Everybody wants to play great defense, right? Like, that's a goal for everybody. It's just like the pace of play. Where do you want the pace if you're K-State? Because I think to our eyes, a fast pace looks the best for them. But when you're so reliant on those two guys, I, I don't know if that's the right way ah. to, to go about it, right? Like, I, you know, so I don't I don't know. And I've never asked Jerome Tang that question directly. But... We'll see. Tonight, I'm, I'm really intrigued by the game tonight right, and right. how it plays out and what happens and, you know, those styles. It's an early tip. It's the 6 o'clock right. game tonight. So yeah. Quick uh, you'll have to be able to catch that late. Yes, Paul. Quick question, one-word answer. Johnson and Noel both get 20 points each. Does K-State win uh, or lose? If they both get 20, they'll win. There you I, go. I, think it, I, I, I don't think, so think it has to be quite that high. I think they probably need to combine for about 34, 35 I think that's bare um, minimum for for me. That's yeah, bare minimum. Yeah, I think I think that's probably bare minimum. Yeah, but but both you know if they both get twenty, they'll win. Yeah, okay, got if, it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. Got I mean, I'm with I'd you. be surprised. I'd be surprised if they don't. We'll put it that way. Eight six nine twelve forty. Your thoughts, Paul and I will roll forward. Uh, plenty to talk about on the program today. We'll get to it all. Sports Daily on a Tuesday. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Sports Daily on this Tuesday. Jacob Albrock, Paul Savage with you. We've got a chance for you to win uh, a trip to see Nickelback and Brantley Gilbert as a U.S. stop of your choice on their Get Rolling Tour. Includes round-trip airfare, a two-night hotel stay, a pair of tickets, and a $200 gift card. You can enter now on our contest page. Just go to kfhradio.com. Paul, you were all in on the XFL. I didn't watch one second of the XFL, uh, but you you thought you you liked what you saw. Paul, we got you there. Oop, there we go. Thank you, Jed. Yeah. Uh, yes, I I was I'm all in on it. I enjoyed it. I watched you know a good chunk of it. I'm not saying I donated my entire weekend to the to the XFL, but I had a good time. The Rock was there and. You know, he looks awful darn good. I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, that guy hits the gym every once in a while. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. But the thing that that really got to me was some of the rule changes. And and I was just very curious with you if you're familiar with any of the rule changes and if you thought there was a place for him in the NFL. Because I honestly think that there are several rule changes for the NFL that I think could be done 
uh, and done well and make NFL football a little more meaningful. And my number one rule change would be how you handle kickoffs. You know, in the NFL now, everything goes to the end zone. It comes out to the 25. I don't even know why you go through the, the process of lining up everybody and kicking off. That's just crazy to me. But the, in the NFL, you line up everybody within 10 yards of each other, and you can't attack the ball until the ball's been kicked and the ball's been caught. And that would be in the end zone. Once the ball is caught, now you can now you can go try to tackle the ball. And you're on about the 25, 30-yard line uh, standing there. Once the ball's caught, uh, you now go attack and you get the ball carrier tackled and that kind of thing. Or the ball carrier makes a great play and has a great run, even scores a touchdown. But I like that because, see, what they've done is they've taken all the injury processes away, the concussions. You know, the running 30 yards full speed, a guy turns around and wham, two guys run into each other. All that's taken away because you're only 10 yards apart from each other. So all the concussion stuff is gone. I like that rule change in particular, and I kind of like the one, two, and three uh, point opportunities after a touchdown. It sure makes games interesting. It can change the course of games. And in the NFL, you could use a little bit of that, uh, particularly with, uh, with regards to the way conservatism is used in, in the final moments of an NFL game. I just think it's wonderful. And I've enjoyed the football. The football was not bad. I'm not saying it was NFL quality, but I'm saying it was pretty darn good football. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Look, I have nothing against the XFL. I don't know about that kickoff rule. Um, I oh think the NFL God. changed it. I think the NFL changed it, Paul, because that you know they're trying to avoid the injury stuff, right. and that's not that's not going to help that. Um, yes, it does. Yes, it does. The rule change. If you saw the kickoffs, and I saw two or three kickoffs in the in the course of uh, you know checking this stuff out, and and if you saw the way they did it, and it's hard to describe on a radio show, and it would take too much time out. But but double check it. Go to go to uh, uh, go to YouTube or go to somewhere and and try to find kickoffs in the XFL, and look at it and see how safe it is. It's very safe, and yet it makes an exciting play with possibilities uh, with regards to the way that play is executed and the return because everything will be returned. Everything is returned. But the problems of concussions and two guys thudding into each other after they run 30 yards full speed – those problems are taken care of. Those things can't happen based upon the spacing of where the players are. Man, it made total sense. The first time I saw it, and I said, "That, my friend, is a winner." And that's what I—that's—that's that's kind of what I'm hoping. But man, check out the 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 XFL. I'm I'm speaking to everybody who likes football. Check it out. It's good football. I'm not saying it's NFL football quality, but it's pretty good football. Really good football. Check it out. I think you'll have a good time. And by the way, I love some of the uniforms. Love the Texas, the Houston, uh, whatever they are, uh, their helmets. It's like a <laughs> Texas flag. Have you Houston, said? whatever they are. That's oh, the problem. Oh, guys, for the well, I sure fell into that one, didn't It's I? fine. Look, it's. Uh, it, it, I, I hope the league survives. I hope it does really well. I'm not ready. For, I need a. I need a little bit of a football break because I lock in on college basketball. Well, sure, but we all I'm do. Glad, I'm glad it's there, and, and I think that – Getting something going that happens in the summertime is the is the ticket, right? I think right. that's the path, right? Um, so so we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. If, if you can handle coffee and tea, 
you can handle college basketball and XFL football. That's just the way I look at it. You can handle both. Well, on I both. don't know that I can handle all four things at the same time. So uh, that's <laughs> okay. that's a great well segue, said. Paul. So uh, let's do this. Let's do because we're going to give away a pair of these in each hour. So let's give away right now two brew house free drink tickets. So what that is, HTO at our east location here. We are launching our coffee and our hot drinks on Friday. So Jad's got some some free drink cards for you. Normally we do this with iced tea. Uh, for the next week or so, we're going to do this with free coffee drinks. Uh, you can get those starting on Friday. So we'll give those to our first caller at 869-1240. Two free brew house offerings from HTO, Wichita East. We'll get those to our first caller during this break, 869-1240. We'll come back, Paul and I, explore a few things in the sports world. We'll dig into the NFL quarterback market this offseason. That's next on Sports Daily. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.